boom. And there it is again, Wisdom Wednesday. The Noodleberg Huddle is live. Let's roll. Good morning, fellas. It could be also called Wet Wednesday because it is a shitstorm out there. <laughs> I tell you what, th this will take working from home to a, a new dynamic because normally on a day like this, you're like, all right, I'm on the couch. I'm watching nine hours of Godfather and that's it. <laughs> so the discipline to uh -oh. stay focused on what you're supposed to do today right. is huge. You know, you don't I, mail it in today. I love that. <laughs> when the couch actually has a voice, come over, <laughs> please lay down. <laughs> it's really, uh, it is not an easy thing to do, but uh, this is when the, the good get great. This is when the tough get going. You know, total discipline, totally immersion. So I'm really excited about today. We have an awesome show. Um, it's awesome because I put it together, of course. So uh, <laughs> just letting you know that. Um, we will have a first on this show. It will be the first time that we're doing something since we started doing the Huddle Live. So much other good stuff going on that you may not be aware of. Mark was not aware that the World Series is happening. I had no idea. Woke up this morning and was like, oh, wow, the World Series started last night. It was got caught up on SportsCenter this morning and was like, I didn't even know baseball was happening. <laughs> but here's the good news about that. For everybody that didn't know, you have a taco coming to you because Taco Bell reinstated their promotion that if they steal a base, you get a, a taco at last taco. night. You steal a taco. You steal a taco. So uh, And... You know, uh, Today is the first day of post Whole30, so I completed the 30 days, no alcohol, no sugar, no, but the real mind fuck about the whole thing is that they tell you after you hit 30 days, you have to have like a 10 day reintroductory period where you're basically still on it. Like, fuck you. Goodbye. <laughs> 30, 30 and done, and I, I say we break out the tequila right here. So anyway, so let's get the show going this morning as people are rolling in. Joe first is correct that we already have a first. So even though this will be the first, it's not the first. So good catch there this morning. Look well at everybody rolling in for a Wednesday. So this is a shout out to my first lady who said, we need some rock and roll music. So here is some rock and roll music to kick today in the ass. appropriate for a day like today to get right into thunder little acdc um if you don't remember the video watch the video to this because the whole fucking house is rocking and going crazy so that's a shout out to my lady 
I was not never really an ACDC fan, but I will tell you when I traveled, that was my uh, entering the stage music, which you got to see me do that in Atlantic City. I did, but that song has a completely different meaning to me because as a freshman in college, one of the first like massive keg parties that I ever went to, they were like, you've never played Thunderstruck? And I was like, no, I've never. What do you mean, Thunderstruck? I don't even know what it is. And what is it? The game is you get in, you know, everybody gets in a line around the room. Everybody's got their beers and you drink until the next thunder. And so whenever thunder gets said, it moves to the next person. And so like they say thunder over and over and over. So you're like, yeah, next person, next person until the guitar solo. And then one person just has to chug a beer for like three minutes. That, <laughs> so that sounds was my like, introduction to Thunderstruck. <laughs> that sounds like the most ridiculous game ever. But speaking of thunder, here comes a first for the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. It's something that we may institute every Wednesday, Little Wisdom Wednesday. We are going to welcome a guest. And this lady is a rock star. She brings thunder. She is the boat boss. And she's here to talk to us about raising money for breast cancer. She's a survivor. She's a serial entrepreneur. She's a killer. Welcome, Kim Swears. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And, and good morning, Huddle. I hope you have your coffee because I know I have mine. Everyone she got their coffee? Coffee's up. <laughs> coffee queen. <laughs> so, uh, Kim, thanks for joining us this morning. Um, you know, we're really, really focused this month on raising money for breast cancer awareness. We are supporting City Furniture and Andrew Koenig, you know, on behalf of his mother. You know his mother. You have an experience because you are a survivor. So could you, um, we're at $5,000. We want to give this real okay. push. So get, get awesome. us going. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you back very quickly to how or where I was at in my life. And Mark and Steve and Shay and a lot of people in the huddle are at the top of their athletic game. I was, I was at that point, I was doing P90X, I was doing it twice a day, I was, you know, amazing shape, and um, I, you know, some signs were happening, I had found a pea-sized, um, if you take a pea next time you eat it, look at it, it was right up here, it's pretty high, and I was like, I didn't know what that was, and so, um, <laughs> there's the mass, the boat boss mass. So I ended up, um, you know, getting going to the doctor, and and the doctor said, well, we can't biopsy it. We need to go in and remove it because it's where it's at. It's a little complicated. So we did, and he came out of the surgery. And he said, looks good, not cancer, but we're going to test it anyway. So then, a fast forward a week later, again back in the gym, working out hard after my biopsy. My business partner, who's also my husband, was with me when I got um, when I went to the doctor, and he said, um, after you know all the bullshit, how are you? Blah blah blah. He goes, you have cancer, and I I literally guys passed out. You you will never when you're at the top of your game in life, and all these you know things balls are being juggled perfectly, and you get told you have cancer, your world is shook up. That is one thing that you never want to hear. So then basically, this is where, um, you know, Doreen comes in and a lot of the key women in my life, when I, when I went through the cancer surgeries and then the treatments started, that's where the shit gets real because you have to go every day, once a week, whatever it is, you choose your path of treatment. That's where this comes into place. 
and I was struggling really hard on why me? Why do I have cancer? And so I remember that first day, and I shared this with you guys yesterday, when I um, went to my first to check in, and, and if you're familiar with radiation, you get tattoos all over so that they can line up all the, all the lasers. So I, I got to the front um, of, of the front desk and they said, what's your name? And I broke down crying. And, and when I turned around to sit down, Doreen Koenig was there. Oh, wow. And Ooh. she became, man, man. so she had a 715, I had a 745. And for the next three months, she and I became like this. And she was my rock. So she would go in and she'd have her treatment and then I'd come and do mine. And she would go to the gym afterwards, the gym. Wow. And so, and then we would meet for coffee and talk about life. But she was always concerned about me not her and her cancer was more complicated than mine and and obviously a little a lot more um you know and obviously we know what happened there it's unfortunate that we lost her and she's still with all of us in our hearts but the point i'm trying to make is that five years ago when i was diagnosed with cancer to where i am today they have made such great strides and the money that we raise in the huddle if i would have had cancer today my treatment would have been a lot worse because of not worse, but a lot more aggressive, I should say, because now I'm in a high chance of reoccurrence, a higher chance. So research and development allows, you know, the money we raise goes to research and development so that people will live, they'll live long lives versus perishing from this disease. So I challenge each and every one of you to just dig deep, dig deep. We have $5,000 to raise. That's not a lot of money. I've already given, I've given hard and, and I know um, Western Jewelers has and a lot of people and Jeff, Jeff Bishop and I, I can't, the list goes on and on. I need all of you to reach into your pockets and give. Is any gift is a gift of significance when it comes to cancer. We got to beat this thing. Wow, so I'm well really well choked done. up, really well choked well up. Um, um, before you leave uh, this morning, please share what your son has done because your son is a shining example of what one one person can make a difference okay so um i was trying to keep it secret you know a secret from chase i didn't want him to know that i had cancer so i was whispering one night when i was cooking dinner and i was talking to actually i remember the woman i was talking to shay you know um shin i'm sorry shin was a girlfriend of mine i was whispering to her what what was going on and he comes into the kitchen and starts crying and says, I don't want you to die. So I couldn't believe that he had been listening and knowing what was going on. And his grandmother just died of cancer a year earlier, Chase's grandmother. So he said, what do I do? You know, how do we, um, he wanted to find a you know, way that he could help out. So he started collecting his coins and, and created a foundation called C3 for Change, Coins curing cancer so it's wow. c3forchange.org and this kid has raised probably about a hundred thousand dollars so far just raising money with coins and sending email links out there and he has a facebook page and i couldn't be more prouder than him and his mission is to really eradicate cancer or help people that have it and because he was there for me when no one else was he saw me at my worst and um, you know, I'm so proud of them. You are amazing. Awesome. Thank you so yeah. much for joining Thank us. Thank you, Kim. Morning. Thank you for sharing. Um, Don't forget I'm, to give. click on that link. And make <laughs> sure everybody follows the Boat Boss podcast. She does it uh, every week with some great people. So uh, great stuff. Thank you, Kim. Awesome.
Great. Thank Thank you. Keep doing yeah. what you're doing. We love it. Thanks, guys. Okay. Shay, will, Shay will drop the, the uh, link in the comments again. But for those of you that have already given, take the link, share it with your audience, go direct to people, people that you know that know Kim, you know, talk about her sharing her story this morning, but do everything you can to uh, help us hit our goal for, for this month as we uh, we're, we're at the halfway, we're at the halfway point. So we're, let's there. Go. We, we're, we're totally there. So when you look at the power of what one person can do. I want to shift this to some content that I think is really relevant for us. Shay, play the video. It can be done. Do you believe it, Bob? Believe it? I don't know, Charles. Huh? I don't think it'll work, Charles. It will work. No. It will work. What one man can do, another can do. You can't kill the bear, Charles. He's... <sighs> He's ahead of us all the time. It's like he's reading our minds. He's stalking us, for God's sakes. He... You want to die out here, huh? Well, then die. I tell you what. I'm not going to die. No, sorry. I'm not going to die. No, I'm going to kill the bear. Say it. I'm going to kill the bear. Say it. I'm gonna kill the bear. Say it. Say I'm gonna kill the bear. Say it. I'm gonna kill the bear. Say it again. I'm gonna kill the bear. And again. I'm gonna kill the bear. Good. What one man can do, another can do. What one man can do, another can do. Say it again. What one man can do, another can do. Say it again. What one man can do, another can do. Yeah. You're goddamn right. Today, I'm gonna kill the motherfucker. <laughs> so good oh man for those of you that have not seen that movie the edge must see must see that scene is uh incredible so i remember playing that for my sales team way back when when we were in a rut and everybody was doubting what we could do and i think if memory serves me it was around 9 11 it was like our business just totally took a shit. There was nothing we could do. And everybody was already thinking negative. Oh, by the way, very reminiscent of the beginning of March. Oh my God, Chicken Little, the world is ending. You know, what one man can do, another can do, you know, and, uh, you know, bam. And so when we talk about cancer, we can cure this thing. We can find it. We can get the research. And then just as the way life is, Andy Frisella posts something the other day, um, same kind of, if you're not following Andy, this is a guy who puts out massive amount of really good content. And he basically talks about successful people and the most successful people he has ever met are the ones who get the most excited for other people's success. So Mark, I want you to comment on that because it's such a deep, deep thing that, you know, if you're, you know, and, and Kim said that, you know, uh, Doreen was, Kanye was all about her. That's what successful people do. It's all about other people. Their success comes back, so to speak. So yeah, I think that that's that's the foundation of of really successful people is not only are they are they trying to promote other people and they're trying to give to other people, but when you see somebody else be successful, it should get you excited because it shows you that it can be done. It, it goes directly to that. What one man can do, another can do. What, 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 what one woman can do, another can do. What one human can do, another can do. That's the, it's there. 
it's attainable. You can see somebody else do it, find your own way to get it done. And if you really, and, and, you know, we go back to Zig Ziglar, we go back to it all the time, but the best coaches in the world are the ones who not rely on the success they've had. They know the success that they've had is reliant on the people that they've developed around them. The best organizations are successful, not because of the single leader at the top, but because everybody in the organization is bought into the why, bought into the purpose, and everybody is killing the bear every day. So, you know, that that's really as you, and then it's it comes down to your own personal accountability to want to do that, not for yourself, but for everyone else. You know, and I think that's the real unlock is if you want personal success, try to make your organization the very best it can be and watch how much success you find in doing that. So he writes two things that are significant about successful people and look yourself in the mirror and say, you know, how do you gauge success? Successful people understand that one person, what one person can do, another can do as well. You know, so here's a, a radical thought. No one had not ever run a four minute mile ever. Roger Bannister broke that. The year he did it, no one, no one ever did it. 1942, he did it. In 1942, after he did it, 1942, might have been later. Sorry. That might just be the tequila talking. The year he did it, six other people did it. So, you know, it can be done. Set the bar, go to the moon, look at all of the major achievements. There's always somebody sitting in the back of the room going, You'll never do it. You can't do it, but you can kill the bear. And the second thing is successful people also know that what you put out into the world is exactly what you get back. And for me, I wrote about it. Rule 27, Jeremy, you're about, you know, almost done with my audible, which is great. You're hanging out with me every day, listening to me. You know, the whole idea is that whatever you give, the universe is going to give you back, not one for one, not where you keep score, but that's really how successful people drive. So thank you again, Kim. That was an awesome, awesome session. Um, any final comment on that before we move on, my friend? No, just I uh, already got an email about another donation. So that's one. Uh, let's continue to push it. You know, success happens because all of us are involved in doing it. So thank you, Kim, for sharing the story. Phenomenal. Gives real testament to people within the huddle and makes it real for all of us. So uh, let's go. And I, I loved having a guest on the show. That was the first time, but I think it went well. Um, give me some feedback. Give us some feedback. And we'll bring people on. Uh, maybe every Wednesday is Wisdom Wednesday. Someone else shares. Yes, something else. Another donation. I just got a yeah. second email. So let's go. Yeah, let's go. keep them, boom, keep them boom, coming boom, in. Boom, Nicely boom, done, boom. Kim. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, Shay, I want to switch to the brain party. So um, I read an article real, uh, recently that said your brain needs a party. And um, I loved the article because here's what it says. Your brain wants to anticipate good times and good things. Mark, do you have the article in front of you? I do have the article in front of me. So I, I don't know if you had a chance to read it or if you want to comment, but um, it turns out that anticipating future fun events, fun things, um, and this is true about business. If you anticipate good things happening in business, your brain is functioning that way. So um, why don't you jump in with some of the comments? So 
I, this is something that I I've I didn't know that this study existed, but it's something that I implemented within the culture that I would build on special teams is not just game review, practice review. When we would come in and watch the, the, the film, I would have candy in my pocket, you know, whether it be Snickers or whatever, little bite-sized ones. And when somebody did something that I thought was phenomenal, I'd immediately throw out a piece of candy to that person in the room and give them a reward, a physical reward for something that I was praising, not just with my words, but give them something to have. And it created it this envi environment of anticipation of getting a reward. So people would do things and they would know they would do them well. And they'd come into the meeting the next day wondering, am I going to get a piece of candy? And so as simple as that is, you know, you buy a massive bag of candy for $3, but that went so far as to building the culture of wanting to do things the right way day in and day out because they knew they could receive a reward. So take that to yourself personally. How do you reward yourself for doing the behaviors that you know you need to be doing? And how are you microdosing that? How are you giving yourself those little shots right. of adrenaline to keep you in your process and getting back to it day after day? I, I love that you went there because, you know, one of the rules in my book is celebrate the wins. That's what I do. Wins happen every single day. Pick three of them every single day and reward yourself because the greatest of the greats learn to build momentum. That momentum is the expectation that your brain wants, that anticipation of Tom Brady gets on the field, um, Russell Wilson gets on the field. He expects to win because you know what? He's already anticipating being in the locker room going, fuck you, I got it, man. Again, I got it because he expects the brain is already programmed to say, what do I need to do to go anticipate the win? And that momentum is overpowering. People do crazy, crazy shit. There's stories of you know, kids that were pinned under a car and like the mother comes over and pushes the car because she's not caught up in the, I can't do that. She's killing the bear. She's anticipating all of this kind of stuff. So there was a paper published this summer that revealed a positive anticipation circuit in the brain involving three key regions. I mean, it's scientific. The ventral medical prefrontal cortex, which encodes reward value. Thank you for the candy. The midbrain, which is involved in feelings of motivation and rich in neurotransmitter dopamine. Oh, by the way, why is social media so popular? Dopamine, 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 Val validation, validation. Thank you, thank you. And then, which is, uh, all of this is important in creating memory. Memory is like scar tissue. You know, it's like, and I, I used to tell this to people all the time about how they build their plan for business. When they're in business, the, the actual thing that you do, like when I would get on stage, is only this. You have all of the months of preparation and all of the pictures afterwards. Same thing with a vacation. People spend a year planning their vacation and their vacation is a week. You know, what you really have is the preparation and what happens afterward that you could go back to. And why do I post my week in review every Sunday? Because it's that dopamine hit of all the shit I did in a week that worked. That's why you watch film. What'd you do well, man? Here's a validation. Hey, great block, great this, you know?
And it makes you feel good, right? It's it's that reward system for yourself. You've created that reward of you know you have to do the things during the week so that you can get to that reward, so that you can make the weekend review picks and, and do that. So Joe first said, similar to focusing on a highlight every day to look forward to, exactly. And where you put your focus is where you will go. So if you well, are focused on getting the reward and, and doing those things, that's where you're going to end up being because that's where you're sending your attention. Tony Robbins talks about it. Anything, you know, where focus goes, energy flows. Boom. Yep. You know, he said that, you know, when I met him with Dan Lear a hundred years ago, and it was like one of those things that was like an arrow to my heart. Okay. You want to choose to look at all the news and all the shit that's happening. You're going to get shit in return. You want to focus on traffic. You want to focus on, I can't do it. Or Mark, do you want to kill the bear? every day you want to kill the bear so um this article is great if anybody wants it 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 constantly talks about positive reinforcement and i love that so i want to continue the theme of anything's possible it's all how you look at things and shay would you go to me to a picture of jordan reeves so this is a 14 year old ordinary girl who is inspiring millions of people she was born with an arm that was not extended. You know, it basically is, um, it stopped it's developing. A, it stopped developing. And so she's from Columbia, Missouri, shout out to David Allen and all the people from St. Louis and from Missouri. So, it, you know, instead of at 10 years old saying, Oh, I'm disabled and I'm never going to be able to do stuff. Um, she invented an arm that shoots, um, dazzlers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Jordan's invention was so dazzling, successful, dazzlingly successful. She went on to talk about her horn-shaped Project Unicorn, which is a prosthetic design on the TEDx stage. Shark Tank got involved. Rachel Ray got involved. So, I, I mean, these are kind of stories that are happening everywhere, every day, because she killed the bear. And and, she, and her it's her perception it's her it's her mindset. So Kim said it. Kim said, you know, when I started to when I started to get the treatments and things got hard, it all it all happens in here. And that mindset is very very simple. It's the same mindset that leads you to success in anything else, but it all has to do with what your inputs are. So we're going to keep going on with good news. And as I told you, I'm building a file that I, every single day I'm going to be able to share really, really good news with you. Uh, go to Albert Einstein. So it is better to believe than to disbelieve. In so doing, you bring everything to the realm of possibility. And, and Mark and I talk about this all the time. What's possible so I'm going to share a story. It's a good story. It goes to customer service, which Mark, you did an unbelievable job of speaking to last week. It has me more fired up than any content we've spoken about in the six or seven months, because that's really where it all happens. So here's a story about um, a restaurant in New Zealand where there was some kind of emergency. And uh, here, a popular restaurant in New Zealand packed with customers on a Friday night, suddenly there was a staff emergency that resulted in the chef being the only one in the restaurant. So people were looking around like, oh my God, I'm waiting to pay, I'm waiting to do this and whatever. So the people in the restaurant decided that they would actually get up and do all of the functions in the restaurant. I mean, can you imagine? 
So uh, somebody realized that the cook was alone. And so a lady who was waiting to pay, grabbed some paper and started waiting tables. Um, one customer jumped in to do the dishes. Someone else uh, stood outside and said, hey, we're going to hold off until we settle with it. You know, basically crowd control by the crowd, customer service at its finest. And, uh, you know, it's just a shining moment of what's possible and what happens. True customer service. The customers actually delivering the service of the place and hopping in to give a hand. So uh, phenomenal. What a sense of community, right? Like that's, you know, if somebody, if, if your restaurant in your neighborhood went down and you were in there, you're able to step in and help those people because you feel connected to them. Those are your people. So it's 28 minutes. Why don't we go to the Ooh, wall hello. of shame? Because we got wall and hall and then we're going out <laughs> to kill the bear. So it's really disappointing to me because these are almost all day long. Most of what comes in, they don't send a note. So that's the first thing. Second thing is when I do respond to them, they come back with some garbage if they come back at all. But here was one that kind of caught me off guard that I said, instead of shaming somebody, let's, where does this fit? Ian Adams says, hi, Steve. I want to have dinner delivered to you. I run marketing for Yesware. We're all into one, we, we're an all-in-one toolkit for sales teams, yada, yada, yada. Take an intro call with the account executive and I'll send you a $100 gift card. Hello. Okay. <laughs> 100 bucks is 100 bucks. That puts, that puts some meat on the bones. What do you yeah. think, Mark? I, I like it. I think even though they got right to a pitch, they're giving you value in there. I'm happy to have the conversation. They delivered value right away to you. I'm in that conversation. I'm, I'm having you know, a conversation with Ian. Yeah. So he went from the wall to the hall in a matter of two seconds. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have another uh, another bad one. So, so here's a, here, here, to me, this is a shame because, and I'll tell you why. So this comes from Andrew. Hey, Mark, we at Evertail have a have built a platform for experts to live broadcast coaching sessions and workshops. I believe since you are a knowledgeable professional, you might want to grow your target audience. On every, every tale, we have the users and the knowledge. Let me give you a short demo. Like, right to, like even though I get that you think that it fits for me because you've done the research and see that I'm a coach, you've done nothing to give me value there. And then let me give you a short demo don't ever ask me to let you do something like ask permission, all of that. But like really, really poor, poor choice of words and poor execution. And today we're going to close out with the only Hall of Fame choice. And that's Kim yeah. Swears. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being a friend, a client. And then to sum the whole thing up, thank you for my first lady, because I'll be thunderstruck all day long you guys have an awesome day what a great wednesday wisdom wednesday wet wednesday get after it it's hump day let's go stay on the ball